See brown in your face. Have you heard of everything at once? Do you know about everything at once? It's internationally known. Aliens listen to it. It's the best. <laughs> if there's something you're looking for in the 814, we're feeling a little bored and think there ain't no more. Ain't no Check more. out everything at once and allow it to be a source. It's that raw podcast that's always showing support. Highlighting the scene. No need to take I-90 to peep or 79 to see how it be. Interviewing your locals with mindsets that are global. Innovators and creators on every single upload. So much going on in the EPA. all you intergalactic listeners we would like to start today's broadcast with a special thanks to all of our patreon producers brian g josh w e and d nick g and sadie m patreon is an awesome way to support this show and say thanks you can become a patreon supporter by clicking the link below and choosing to be an intern assistant or producer level supporter and when we hit 10 Patreon supporters, Dave is going to perform an incredible feat that is yet to be determined. Hopefully it's something good. <laughs> we also want to thank all the local businesses and sponsors that supported this episode. These businesses get the everything at once stamp of approval. We couldn't do without them. And for those of you who have not heard, there are some interesting changes going on at Cauldron and Thorn. Yeah, what's going on there? Two years ago, America's first family of darkness landed in Erie, Pennsylvania. In a few short months, they built the world's largest shop, dedicated to the magical arts and metaphysical sciences. This summer, they invite you to explore the shadows of the human experience, a carefully curated catalog of arcane artifacts, and occult ephemera for the discerning collector. Cauldron and Thorn proudly presents The Dark Curiosities of the Vault. Well, Dave... They invited me back, and I checked it out, and I've got to say there is some incredible, extraordinary, paranormal stuff back there that's really just, uh, it's it really takes it to the next level. They're going above and beyond what they're used to out there. You always get all the all the sneak peeks. <laughs> Damn it. But you know what? I'm next su- time. Uh, next time, indeed. I'm super pumped, though. Is there anything else you can say about it? Well, not a whole lot right now. You're just going to have to go back there and check it out yourself uh, when the vault is finally open. And uh, I will be going there. We'll be going to uh, Cauldron and Thorn, which is located at 2724 West 8th Street. Um, I'll be going there in person to see what's in that vault since you already got that sneak peek, you bastard. Uh, (laughs) But anyways, I guess we should just get back to promoting uh, the sponsors. Yeah, let's get back to promoting the sponsors. Solid State. Solid State takes pride in all home remodeling projects. Solid State specializes in bathroom remodeling, kitchen renovations, windows and door installation, custom design work, and more, including painting, flooring, drywall, siding, decks. Get your free quote today by calling Nick at 814-397-7854. Solid Solid people, people, solid product, solid state construction. Got a problem with your car? 
Tommy's Automotive can take care of everything car-related. Tommy's Automotive is a reliable, trustworthy service provider. That's right. Tommy's Automotive can take care of brakes, exhaust, fluid changes, spark plugs, and all other maintenance needs. Tommy's Automotive also does fluid film undercoating to keep your car from getting eaten alive this winter by rust. Book your appointment today. Call Tommy at 814-384-8088. And now... What you've all been waiting for, our next guest. She's pretty incredible. She's pretty incredible. She owns and operates, is the head chef at Give a Crepe Erie, Stephanie Clausen. We got to uh, sit down with her and talk and, and really uh, hear about her origins as a, uh, as a chef and as a business owner, um, how she's gotten to the point where she's at today and, uh, her awesome personality that goes into, uh, her everyday work, banging out the best crepes in Erie, <laughs> the best crepes in Erie. It was an awesome conversation. We enjoyed it. And now we hope you enjoy it. Yeah. What podcast were you on um, before you came hang out with us? The, uh, Gisela Charles, she does the honest ceo podcast she hasn't put one out in the last oh shit six months now is that the owner of tipsy bean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we did Janelle. that one giselle giselle, giselle. Mm-hmm. Okay. i see her all the time but i haven't known her purple name. yeah yeah purple call, short you, hair you cool could lady. call her purple and, and she, she would... will respond <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um hers i did three years ago now yeah it was during covid mm. we were um at catcom and so that room is like super tight in yeah. and incredibly cam eerie yeah sterile <laughs> right i'm not so i don't yeah. like sterile i don't oh, like yeah. sterile that room is really small too a lot of it people is. record there yeah and it's hot and it, it doesn't it, get it, hot it, there. It's, yeah it's uncomfortable. So come here and talk about yourself <laughs> and feel as uncomfortable as possible. It was while doing really it. good, and then yeah, makes for great conversations. It, just well, like yeah, and, you sweating know. and so. But she had you know the questions like I don't know it, it, it was it was it was just very um, formal. Yeah. Very interviewee. Yeah, we're not. We're not really. Well, you don't have here. to worry about that here. <laughs> we, we did. Yeah. Uh, maybe not as little preparation as possible. No, we 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 know about the people we're interviewing, but as yeah. far as like staged questions, new. That's yeah. that's not part of the process here. Yeah, and that was. I mean, it was good for the first time going in, and then especially like during COVID, you know, having to communicate that. Uh-huh. Um. So that was that was nice, but. Yeah. Cool. I, so I'm glad that you guys are my second. Yeah. That is the best way. That's and w- best we way. brought you here to talk about your amazing business. Oh, thank Steph. you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tony. Yeah. Um, yeah, my business. Fuck. Uh, give a crepe. It is. It is. Uh, give a crepe look crepery. How did you get that name? Um, well, okay. So I used to manage a French bistro that was here um, downtown Erie, and my server, because I was front of house manager. What was it called? Bertrand's. Bertrand's. Yeah. That place was amazing. And then it was Alchemy, yep. which is gone now, too, which were also amazing. Yep. So um, I was managing that and front of house managing, not cooking or anything. Um, and one of my servers, who's a friend of mine, she and I were, uh, we spoke really shitty French to each other just because, Fun. like, pretending. And she was <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, she also is not from Erie. So she's from Texas, and her husband's from here, which is why they live here. 
my children's fathers from here, which is why I'm here. And she was like, ah, two girls who give a crepe about here. I was like, that that's a great company name. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So we originally, it was going to be her and I, and we just wanted to do the Blue Heron. <laughs> like that cool. was the old, yeah. Just so we could hang out and make crepes and sure. she could do consignment. Um, she ended up opening up uh, Periwinkle Consignment in Girard mm-hmm. in September of 2018. And then, or no, not 2018, September of uh, 2016. And then I opened and did my first pop-up of Give a Crepe in October of that year. So still very close friends, just right. thankfully not working together. Yeah. I mean, so, that, that changes things sometimes. Changes the whole dynamic. I like I like you looking at Dave like, yeah, it yeah. changes yeah. the dynamic. It changes you things. <laughs> We've been friends for a decade, and now we hate each other. Yeah, now. Like, We're doing this on camera as a the, play. The only time we ever talk to each other is... The days that we record right. stuff well, anymore. Before you walked in the door, we were actually fist fighting. So. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you we, cleaned we up have, really quickly. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. we, have a we don't hit very hard. <laughs> we, we've learned uh, very good makeup skills. Yeah. Yeah. I need help. Cover with up that. those black yeah. <laughs> All the blemishes. It's important. You got to have that. Right. Got to right. keep the moneymaker fresh. No, and it is. I mean, I will say it, I'm happy to not have been working with her, but it is. Like, she ended up, the young lady, she ended up painting my whole entire store when I came in. And, like, that little orange bench when you walk in, that's from her shop. And also, so we still support each other in what we do. We just know we love each other better as friends than as partners in a business. Well, that's really good, too. And it's awesome that you guys are both busy enough and successful enough to, you know, have your own personal investment and your own time that goes into your own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And it's, I mean, her, so for me, because my kids, um, my daughter is 17. My son is just about to turn 15. So where she has a 17-year-old and a 10-year-old. So her level of involvement, and she's also a teacher, you know, and like, so she is busy. Like, I haven't seen her in eight months, <laughs> you know, um, where mine is much more now at the shop dedicated because that's where I can be. And my right. kids can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Cause and you, you guys kids. aren't open for dinner either. No, no. Uh, it, it's Which a, is great for you, I'm sure, but um, very sad for me when I want a crepe dirt. <laughs> well, like. it's, uh, you know, so goals for Give a Crepe by the end of this year, no matter what, I'd like to be in a sit-down restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the company in that, just because we do, we like I miss being out at night. Like I love my dogs mm-hmm. and I love my house, but I am anti-social as shit. Right. Like, this is the most I've talked to somebody outside my shop in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and that's only because you have to there. Pretty much. I and you do a great job. That's one of the things I love about coming in there. I'll get to see you. We'll chat about all sorts of yeah, stupid a, things. And and that's why I like the shop. And it has been like a balance. You guys doing podcasts, right? Like you're being able to communicate to people and then you can like turn that off right right so the shop for me is that's my extra version Mm -hmm. and then when i go home people are like hey we want to hang out i'm like that's great we should schedule that out another time three months from now (laughs) not now (laughs) right damn i really want to hang out too let's do it another night (laughs) but that's all part of like business well maybe not business owning but like there's a certain level of showmanship that goes into so many different things you know what i mean me and dave are definitely different people well different people for sure oh yeah in real life (laughs) yeah i'm versus on the show 
No, maybe not in, entirely different because we do like to keep things as authentic and as genuine as we right. can here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a certain level of energy that I might have on here all the time about anything that you could tell me versus right. uh, in real life where I just want you to get away from me. <laughs> you know? That's factual. No, I, I mean, that's I have found... Um, and I've grown up like my my dad. He has always owned businesses. I met your dad at the shop. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were there. Okay, that yeah, day. you yeah. were there when you met Super Bruce. Cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very cool guy. I tried Funny. to get the same glasses as him, but I couldn't yeah. find any that were like that. Like, oh, the Ben, his little tiny, the like, Ben Franklin. Yeah. Yep, Ben Franklin's. Uh, he's. I just talked to him, and he's. I was like, Dad, what are you doing? He's like, I'm on a 65 foot yacht in Ontario Lake. I'm oh, like, Wow. I was like, That's cool. Uh, you. I have seasickness. Like, are you looking at the water? Because you're going to fucking throw up in front of business people, Dad. But something that he raised, like, me and my brothers with is that you have to have, like, the salesman face, you know, sure. and, like, be super. And at the shop, I've what I like about the fact that I'm not hidden is that people can see me get fucking pissed. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I can't, I'm not like in it's that real. Mindset. Yeah, and... I find it in the authenticity um, because, man, it's just, it's so hard to keep that face on, you know, Mm -hmm. all the time. And it's good to be relatable to other people, too. And part of that is getting mad or getting, you know, being upset or sad or angry, whatever it is, you know, because other people, they, I mean, we all feel those feelings, you know? Yeah, as did, we should. As we should. <laughs> we should. I mean, to have that, uh, I believe they call it like the customer service voice. Yeah. To have it all the time, like eight hours a day, five days a week, is extremely like not good for the mental for, health. Oh, at yeah, all. Like yeah. you get a little crazy. Right. You get a little crazy. And like, you see people that are like that, and you're you're like a little bit concerned. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that if you ask them about it at all, there's gonna be like, oh no, everything's yeah, great. It's all great. Yeah, no, it's it's like. Uh, uh, I just watched the Lego movie because that's what I do for fun. I love the Lego. <laughs> it's an awesome it's movie. It's an excellent movie. Right. Like, you know, the super smiling. Happy. Right. Right. <laughs> Everything he's always is happy. Awesome. And then he's like, wait, no, it's not. And he goes through like that existential crisis of not being okay. Um, it, it's okay to be that. You right. know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. And I hope, I hope that with people coming into the shop, like, I know Dave and you, Tony, have both come in. You guys have been like, yeah, we just want food. Like, don't fucking talk to yeah. me. <laughs> in and out. Like, Dave Give will be like drink. one word answer. I'm good. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, definitely different personality than on the podcast. Yeah. Right. And I don't mean to do it in like a like a negative way. It's, it's just some yeah, days I'm just like, I just, I'm I just, just chilling. I just, yeah. I'm just I'm chilling, trying to you know? eat my feelings here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> let me do this. Are, are right. you? Are you crying? No, I'm not. It's called seasoning. <laughs> yes. You know? you need a little extra salt. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. So no, like that's uh yeah, that's what I hope if nothing else comes to the to the table with give a grape. I mean, fuck. I don't know. Um I've talked to people about this with the idea like what we like the whole entire world going through the pandemic, right? So I've become kind of a dick during that time mm-hmm. just so you guys sure. know um and like when you ask me upstairs tony like are there any questions that i won't answer like fuck no like because honestly at this point in time we have to i feel be our most selves all the time because you don't know 
like it even became more to a standpoint of you just don't know. Sure. So then why hide it? So this is who I am. And there are days when I'm like grumpy and you come into the shop and you're like, okay, cool. We'll get a crepe pie. Yeah. <laughs> just leave. Uh, and that's fine too. And I think that people are starting to realize like there's a big cultural, maybe not a cultural phenomenon, but I see it a lot more where people, where customer service people are dicks back to the customer Yep. And it fills my heart with joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, thank you. This person was being an asshole. Thank you for standing up for yourself and not letting them treat you right. like shit. Well, and that was a big thing. Like, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I've only ever kicked out one person at the shop. Ooh. Uh, Robert. His name is Robert. I don't know his last name. If I saw him again, I wouldn't recognize him. Right. But I know his name. And <laughs> he came in, and we were busy as shit. It was like on a flea day, right? Like when we do our artists and yep. fleas. Like, I don't try to speak to people. But anyways, he was continually questioning my staff. Well, do you have, you know, salami? Do you have pepperoni? Do you have pastrami? Like, what else can I get? And, I, and then I was like, hey, the menu is up there. Like, it's on the chalkboard right there. And he's like, right, but what other, what else do you have? I went, if it's not up there, then we don't have it. He's like, right, but, like, why can't I have, like, mozzarella and, you know, pepperoni? And I went, maybe this isn't the fucking place for you, bro. And, like, <laughs> the shop, you guys have been in. It's yeah. a small shop. It was, it was filled, and they looked at me. I was like, sounds good. We'll see you later, okay? Bye. And, like, <laughs> instant, his daughter was just like, I'll take a Foster's. Yes. <laughs> And I felt bad, but, like, that type of thing stuck with me. And as I tell my staff, you have to know your boundaries to be able to say, it's not for you and it's okay, mm -hmm. but you need to leave now. Goodbye. Like, right. you do not waste my time anymore. Shit's not going to change beyond what we can make it change. Um, so, yeah, that was... That was one of my nicest customer service moments is being able to say that. <laughs> it's good. It's a good feeling. And it sounds like you de-escalated a situation and that this person, maybe he wasn't trying to be particularly annoying or anything right. like that. No, he just, but like you're interrupting everybody else's workflow and right. people are trying to get stuff out. You guys are busy. Like right. we got stuff going on. We don't. And that's, that's, yeah, that's the thing of it is like, just be respectful of your surroundings. And if you can't, then this isn't a fit for you, whether it's at the give it, you know, at give a crepe or I don't care sheets. Like, yeah. Right. Or a car wash, or you know what I mean. I, I agree. That's like the most uh, annoying, one of the most annoying things for me. Like you ask once, it's like cool. No, we don't do this. Oh, you really don't do it. No, we really don't do yeah. it. Like yeah. you, you, it doesn't matter how you ask me. It the answer is <laughs> gonna be the same. And you it, know. Yeah, there's all languages. They, it's it's no. <laughs> like yeah. Some might have a silent N after it, but it's still no. It's no. <laughs> And we're not so. making special. You're. We're not making special arrangements for for you. So for me, like I would say yes to that, but I do. Like if somebody comes in, and they're like, "Oh man, like I just like, what do you have? Can you put whatever you want?" And I'm like, "Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll give you whatever the fuck I want." <laughs> <laughs> so they get like mushrooms and cabbage and bacon and ham and a runny egg and goat cheese, right? Like to me, that sounds beautiful. Right. And they're like, "Oh, okay, what?" crepe is that called and i'm like it's not it's the crepe it it's is your it, crepe it is just what i decided for you at this moment <laughs> and that's like the best i will say the idea of um like burger kings have it your way for instance 
that idea is a very kind idea for hospitality because it means that you have the capability to accommodate somebody to the best of your ability to the best of their ability it's always it gets taken over though you know Mm -hmm. what i mean to where people abuse it sure and that's like the abuse and and the inconsideration i don't tolerate Mm -hmm. well anymore i also like that in that situation you're describing i come in i'm like give me whatever you got throw it on the crate i'm (laughs) I'm hungry and that level of trust yeah is something that i feel like a lot of people maybe miss or don't appreciate like you know i, I mean got, i appreciate it i appreciate it a ton. anybody yeah. trust me like right. are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and, it, and it's just like having the faith in the person like understanding their capabilities and right. respecting that you know what i mean and from the point of a person who's making the food or serving the drinks right because i used to do that when bartending too and coffee like it's a, it's such a compliment to us for that trust and it's almost like you want to go over and above to show gratitude Mm -hmm. in that measure um so yeah no i i it's it's always such a happy look dave's gonna come in he's gonna be like listen you gotta make me whatever the fuck you want now (laughs) well you, you know what like usually i'm i'm even if there's like a create your own yeah. at a restaurant, like I usually just go with something that yeah. is already listed. But I think it makes all the sense in the world to be like, look, like this is what you do. This is your business. You make right. crepes every day. I don't, you know, like right. you make me something like, you know what tastes good. Like So just- I, in that regard, like for that, because that's how when I go out and order, I'm like, hey, just put, give me whatever. I have no allergies. Mm-hmm. And people freak out. They're like, well, what, what are you in the I'm like, literally, I really don't. You yeah. could give me a pile of corn. I'd be happy. Like, <laughs> I'm like the same way, too. I, I'm just, a, I will just eat anything. Right. Whatever just, you put in front of me, like, I'm going to eat that's it. That's what it is. And um, the hardest thing, so I've had customers come in and they're like, so what's your favorite? And I'm like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I don't what do you, what is your favorite like i could tell you my favorite is ham and you look at me like i'm like gonna kill something because you're <laughs> a vegan like i right? can't do that you know like you got to give me some parameters a here little bit like of guidance work in but yeah no that's i mean yeah customer service and i think that's like also like goes into like the business world and uh being a good leader is like offering guidance and not having to micromanage and i feel like so many people want to micromanage the shit out of everything so bad i do so bad yeah i want to micromanage so bad it's so hard for me not to i i want to as well in a lot of situations but i really (laughs) do my best just to like stay hands off and be like yeah you got this like you got this do it uh yes i have um well, first, uh, I listened to a podcast. Uh, it, it's called Flying uh, Flying Solo. It's a podcast out of Australia for cool. entrepreneurs and business starters, and it covers all realms. They just had this um, author in, and she wrote a book uh, called "They Serve How You How We Lead," and it's about customer service and speaking on leadership as the forefront of doing it. So I've been trying to implement this in the last 24 hours. So I told my staff who he, me bringing back this one staff member gives me the capability to be open seven days a week now. Hell um, yeah. Right. So I yes. can go and watch the amazing Spider-Man today. Woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for you. And, um, and he, he messaged me cause I messaged him like, listen, I'm going to be off phone. 
Like, I, I'll be silent for, you know, two and a half hours. And he was like, well, what? I was like, if it's an emergency, shut the fucking shop down and trust yourself. I was like, if it's not, you already know everything. You're there by yourself. I've trusted you to do that. Have trust in the fact that I trust you. And, uh, and his response was, I got it. And I'm like, okay. Perfect. And the shop looked great. Like yeah. me going up there, I was like, yep, he's got it. This is, and that is something that goes into being able to trust your staff because I also know with him being there, conversations might not be this detailed, right? But he will remember names and he will remember backstories of, you know, like you guys doing podcasts or Knoxville, right? Like mm -hmm. little trinkets like that. Um, that it brings and it is because he has been taught or it's who he is of having the trust in himself to be able to not be micromanaged but i still have to micromanage him <laughs> like, right a lot. just a little bit yeah just a little bit like hey dude like maybe swiffer at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> not first thing in the morning. right 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 i will say this and this is a little bit going in a different yeah. direction but one of my favorite it might be my favorite thing besides the you know the quality of the food but my favorite thing about give a crepe that you just mentioned is like you guys remember yeah the people you remember the backstories like there's not that's one of my favorite things about frequenting local businesses mm -hmm. because you go so many places and people just either they just don't remember anything about you. It's cool to walk in and, you know, even if I'm just there, like, just give me a crepe and, <laughs> and let me go. It's cool still, you know, to right. be like, hey, Dave, how you doing? You know, yeah. it, it gives it like that very, like, like personal feel. Cheers. Yeah, it's it, cheers. It, it I was just about to say, it's yeah. cheers. Yeah, yeah, it's cheers. It's yeah. fantastic. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was something that... Uh, Okay, so I grew up as a as a Navy kid. I don't know if you guys... So I grew up as a Navy kid, and part of our, you know, as a child of naval parents is you have to have certain survival skills. One of these things is making friends incredibly quickly, right? Mm -hmm. Like, incredibly quickly. So you have to remember a lot of things about people so that way you can start conversations. It's definitely led my brothers in sales for logistics. My other brother is a fucking math teacher down in Florida. And my other brother is in, what's it called? HVAC mm -hmm. and explosives, like talking to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very proud. I'm very proud of my brothers. And um, so, but we all had to learn people's names quickly because it also means that you can be able to communicate with them. You don't know how long. So that also goes into, you don't know how long you're going to be there. Ours, for me, it was always three years so you had some time, but then again, in three years, so much shit changes. You know what I mean? Lives change. Fucking people, lives change. Right. So, um, no, that skill, but there's also a book when, um, it's called, it sounds narcissistic as fuck and super manipulative, but it's how to win friends and influence people. I've heard <laughs> of that book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people have heard of it and they read the title and they're like, mm hmm are you sure you want to do it? But in all actuality, the main, one of the main points is if you remember something about somebody, then it is a kindness being able to be extended to them for no matter any reason, everybody mm -hmm. deserves it. So it's all based in kindness. Right. And that's, yeah. So that's why. And my staff that doesn't remember people, if you notice they aren't there anymore, you have mm -hmm. a minute and a minute, but they aren't there anymore because 
without you guys coming in, right? Without the people coming in, there's no fucking point of me being open. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not cooking for myself. I eat eggs and no- like noodles. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you kidding me? So, yeah. It's an extremely important thing, like uh, an extremely important quality. Sometimes that's all that people need. You know, is like, you know, they walk in and someone just says, hey, how you doing? Remember the name. Remember a little thing about you. And that's like the thing that people might need to get through the day. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't know how. You, yeah. It definitely keeps them coming back, too. Yeah, sure. that too. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, when I go out places, I don't want to be remembered fucking at all. Like, <laughs> I don't say my name. I don't say the company. I say nothing. Like, my friends. Because I go out with Purple. Right. Mm-hmm. Giselle from Tipsy Bean. Um, and... <laughs> She's saying hi to like fucking everybody, mm, yeah. right? She's like, I'm here with Steph, and I'm like, hi. <laughs> no, no, right? No, you're not. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I just had like a really weird experience too, like running into somebody today that I hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what, what to talk about, and he's like, Oh, how are you doing? And I'm like. Honestly, there's so many amazing things going on in right. my life, but I don't want to tell them all to you because I feel like I would be an asshole like, <laughs> just saying all of these good things that are going on. And like, because right. I'm so used to like people, I feel like a lot of times people are trying to have like a who's having a better life contest. Oh, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And I didn't want to participate in that and be like, look at all these amazing things that's going on. Well, and I think because you said you hadn't seen this person in a while, I look at it as. It's okay to humble brag. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the term, right? Humble brag about yourself a little bit. Um, Because you weren't going to see him again for a while. (laughs) And all of your other friends, like, it's great to give, if you put it in your mind, like, oh, they're just going to give me that, like, mental, spiritual, whatever the fuck you want to say, support for that moment. Even Mm -hmm. if it's false, take it as like, oh, you're speaking face value. You're being true. Great. Like Mm -hmm. they couldn't have ill intention. Um, But yeah. And then you carry the fuck on. Right. You know, but always humble brag. Like I love for me personally, like you guys coming in, like anybody coming in, they're like, we're doing really good. I'm like, that's fucking great. I won't remember. I won't. Right. I'm letting you know. It's not keeping me up at night. It's not at all. Thinking about being an asshole, talking about the good things in your life. At all. Like, I'm just happy that you're happy. That's all that. And, you know, and that's the mindset that I've kind of, my older brother, um, he just got a job as an executive chef out in Utah. Ooh. And uh, yeah, no, dude, my brother Drew is, he's, he's, he's legit. And um, he was like being all like wishy-washy quiet about it right and i'm like drew what the fuck like, like this is a celebration just tell me what, i was like tell me what you're making he's like yeah but i don't i don't want you know to you to feel bad and i was like what the fuck ever like i'm gonna be proud of you why would whatever goes positive in your life does not affect me mm-hmm. unless of course it is you buying me tickets out to go skiing in utah and of course that's it will okay. affect me right <laughs> yeah <laughs> See, that's, that's more how I am. Like, oh, what are you doing? I guess like a podcast or something. Yeah, yeah, you, know, like, uh, you know, I don't know. I, that's, that's just like my natural. I've been, it depends. Like sometimes I just, da, 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 mm-hmm. just talk, talk, talk. And then other times I've been like, people have told me I'm standoffish, you know, just because what, how you doing? Fine. <laughs> you know, I don't think you're stand. Like I look at it. So and seeing you guys interact, for instance, with my dad. My dad is an obnoxious ass. Like, he will not. He is. I fucking love him. 
and he'll say that he'll say that about himself. He's we're very proud in our dickhead obnoxiousness, right? Um, but you guys both opened up and were talking about what even you, Dave, just you sitting there and being like, yeah, and then like you started going and like Tony, you were like, wait a minute, like. He's still asking questions. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> this guy is sitting here very prob- no, prim and proper being judgy because yeah. he is. He's With his judging. Ben Franklin glasses. Yeah, <laughs> the Ben Franklin. Staring straight into my soul trying to figure out everything that's going on. He will. He yeah. does. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's super fun talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking, going back to Executive Chef, I know yeah. that you're doing, you've been doing some like really Oh yeah, the dinners. Fancy dinners, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so they're I never going to be fancy, right. But... They're never going to be tweezer style, but I do try to have a little bit of Gordon Ramsayness in my like attitude. Hell Nobody yeah. fucking talks to me. Everybody needs um, that. I agree completely. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, for instance, this one coming up on Friday. We already went to it. It was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. That last one on Friday. I can't believe so you're good. killing me. You're going to fucking, oh, you're jinxing me, you dick. Um, <laughs> us in the kitchen life are very superstitious. Like, we throw salt over our shoulders, you know? Hold on. Let, um, me, let me make up for it. It was the worst. No. Oh, it was absolute garbage. <laughs> it was bad. Um, yeah, so the prep that goes into these dinners, it always starts, I mean, okay, the one that I did in um, March, I did the prep for that in two days. Recipes, the minute that I said it, they came. Like, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, what it looked like. This dinner for June's, I I mean, I decided what the vegan lamb was going to look like on Wednesday. Just today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't get the picture of it in my head of what I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, no, so we do every three months, I do a five course dinner. Um, At 1020 Collective, right? At 1020 Collective, if I am able to get into my own space, it'll just become a weekly thing of a set menu that changes every three months. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my goal is to have a sit down restaurant with um, Friday, Saturday night dinners till 9 p.m. Prefix menu, same thing. For three months. Kind of goes back into like the trusting your person too when you get go to a place that has like the preset menu. Like you're not, Mm -hmm. you're getting what's on the menu, dog. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and that's, and something that I've found, um, my mother, for instance, she has, oh shit, this is going on like 20 years ago. She was talking about how she got an allergy test done, right? On an eight by 11, she had three columns worth of allergies. Wow. For food, which is insane that's a lot she probably eats all that stuff no 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 okay so like it's like anaphylactic allergy right like ginger and cherries and peach skin and carrot skin like oh my god you can't have vegetable stock right like severe things and they've gotten better but i always imagine that at my dinners, somebody with that extreme amount of allergies would be able to come and eat. So our, um, if you have a nut allergy, you know, nuts are completely kept separate. Everything is always gluten-free, for instance. So it's all celiac-friendly all the time for every single one of my dinners. Um, if you have a garlic one, the one in, that I did in March, somebody came in. What did I do? What the fuck did I do? What was March's? I can't remember. I have like a vision of it. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the mint. Oh my god, 
don't I don't remember what I did. I Garlic remember. is in like everything. Yeah, it's not at the it's not at the give a crepe. Not at the crepe. Not, not at give a crepe. Not a, uh, so everything at give a crepe in house is garlic free. And onions are always cut big because people who have that onion allergy can eat cooked onions, but it's hard for them to chew something with their digestive. I don't fucking understand it. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. Plus, they're easier to pick out that way. Right. So if you don't like onions, then they pick them out. Um, So that's been something that I've tried to do with these dinners is make a regular menu in a vegan mirror mint that's identical in flavor, Hmm. which is rather difficult and i love it yeah. and i love it <laughs> like i love it um so yes every three months we do fancy five course dinners fancy five course dinners right where i drink bourbon and cook that sounds, that sounds like a good deal yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and they are held at the 1020 what we found from marches um and this one is even though i only like i cap everything at 40 people 40 works, but we do it in the downstairs area where they have that bar. I mm-hmm. don't know if you guys mm-hmm. are okay. Yep. Um, because then it becomes family style and more like a chef's table experience instead of, you know, just food being walked out to you. Um, and, and a really big open space. And we've had, I've heard some really strange and weird conversations. One nice. in March, these guys tried to get out early because their dog was sick, and then they ended up like I kicked them out at ten thirty because the dinner ended at nine. I'm like, I'm all packed up. Yeah, it's time to go. You guys need. What about your sick dog? What <laughs> 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 like, the fuck is happening? And they're coming, you know. And they they came to June's as well. So like, and that was their question. I didn't know who it was. I didn't remember them. And they came into the crepery, and they're like, Oh, we're so looking forward to. It. I was like, How's your dog? You know, is he alive? Because <laughs> yeah, he was sick for a while. Like, he you was guys really, just left yeah, there. <laughs> and they were like, "Oh no, he was fine." I was like, "Obviously, I'm right. being sarcastic." Yeah, right. now. <laughs> they missed it so, a little bit. But yeah, no, the dinners. Um, yes, every three months at ten twenty, uh, if I can get into my own sit down space. So speaking on that. Um, yeah, I want to hear about it. I'd be really sad. I would be so sad if you closed down your mm. shop you have now. I understand it's great for you and awesome and like growing your business and having your own space and everything about it is great. Yeah. But on a personal level, I will be sad because it is like, as you can see, right, like very close. Five minutes, so, like less than five minutes. No from matter my house. what, I am looking at Erie City. Mm-hmm. Period. So it's not like I'm looking in Mill Creek or Gerard or northeast or anything like that that's just way too far away i live downtown like i live on west ninth like Mm -hmm. i really actually do love downtown erie um so finding a space in that that's been the hardest thing there's obviously some spaces that have opened up starbucks molly brannigan's yeah the old alchemy bertrand's place is open um working with eddc seeing if they have something in that vicinity would be really stellar but I'm in June. I have six months. Sure. And it'll go really quick, and then I'll start panicking come December. Right. <laughs> That's the way it always goes. <laughs> Procrastination is key. We were just thinking about that earlier before you came. Um, like, if you were to move, like, you're, like, Federal Hill is a really cool area, mm-hmm. and some places are made for Federal Hill, mm-hmm. but we feel like your business could kind of be successful anywhere. Um, I think it could. Well, and, I mean, Dave has experience with that, similar to, like, 
what is it? The Gay Street um, Crepery yeah. down in Knoxville. Yeah. Very similar setup mm-hmm. where you walk in, you get crepes, you can have soup. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's like all. Yeah. <laughs> like limited seating. Um, the idea of a crepery can work anywhere. That's why I jokingly say to people, hey, if you want to start something, let me know. I'll give you all the details. Like I will teach you how to do this. Mm-hmm. Um because it's it can be successful um federal hill is wonderful i wish that my only thing is is wanting to be able to have people inside to sit down what about all the empty spaces up there yeah no no No. i'm sure you've looked into it and and explored and checked it out the situation so um the like the old point four building Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Um, the basement is terrifying, uh, terrifying, uh, but, uh, yeah, there's also no bathroom, which is a, is yeah, a must, which is, necessity, why, yeah. Yeah, which is why I don't have seating now is cause I don't have a public restroom. Um, and then, uh, the ceiling leaks and the landlord lives in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So that's a hard pass. Yeah. Uh, and then the other spaces down the way. There's a couple on your side of the street and a couple on the other side of the street. Yeah, the one up with Hoffman. Um, the Hoffman ones are nice. I just think about parking and then... Right, especially if you're going to have people coming and hanging yes. out and eating. Yeah, yeah. And 40 people. Right. Well, if you, if you maintain 40 people, right. you know what I mean? Well, and that's, that's something, too, is when I look downtown, they have parking integrated into their system of the shops and the local commerce. Unfortunately on the Hill, it's still such a thoroughfare that it it really is hard to say like at night, if you wanted a crepe, Mm -hmm. you could park in front of the shop or park where, you know, tipsy bean parking lot is closed because they're closed. You know what I mean? Sure. So without parking being integrated around commerce, it is going to be always a bigger challenge to get commerce to that area. Um, and that's something that Giselle, well, okay. So with our district, it's known as the Erie Hill district collaborative Mm -hmm. and on the board for the last three years have been Giselle and I running it. So we've been, we got the murals that are up on 26th and peach, um, in conjunction with the sisters of St. Joe, the lighting project, we opened up a scholarship for any new businesses coming in to help them if they need stuff. Um, and that's what our like that's amazing hill fleas. Yeah, these are all like little things that I'm like I don't want to have my name there, but I do. I'm very proud of it. Um, and then we also do our artisanal fleas that go on every month. So in that regard, um, we have been pushing the city to make it a two way street in that block from oh that's 18th, 18th to 26th Street of Peach because it's the only. Uh, yeah, it needs to be almost a two-way until you get to downtown. In downtown, it makes sense to be a one-way. But up in that region, you know, there's the EMT area. And our hill, the hill district runs from Hill Street and Peach all the way down to 14th. Mm-hmm. Over to Chestnut, over to State. So we encompass, the district itself encompasses roughly 72 businesses. Wow. Which is insane to think there are 72 businesses in, in that, that region. Yeah. Um, so we were really trying to get it. And that's our biggest thing has been the, where the city itself has its eyes set to help build commerce at this point in time and integrate slower traffic, 
two-way streets, parking accessibility, things on sidewalk accessibility, beautification of the sidewalk. So that's kind of where, in looking for a second or a moved location, for me personally, I have to look to see where can I have the best potential for growth for long-term growth? Because Absolutely, that's important. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, too. I mean, sometimes, depending on how people are parked on Peach Street, like, right. I'll always park in the uh, Tipsy Bean parking right. lot because I'll usually you know, go to, go to give a crepe and then go next door anyways. Right. Sometimes if someone's parked too close, it's like a game of whether someone's going to T-bone right. <laughs> when I'm no, coming out of the parking lot, you know? And you know, like, so my building, there's that driveway, right? Mm-hmm. And there's usually like a car parked in there. Well, I'm all the way towards the back. Like that's where I park. Reversing out of that driveway onto Peach Street is a game of Scary. fucking change. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It is like, <laughs> I'm going to die today. <laughs> right. And I do that a lot. So, um, yeah, no, it is. It's And that's something even just as a business owner, you know, with our availability to park, what then does it mean for our staff or any customers coming Deliveries, in? Deliveries, bringing in stuff. Oh, my everything. gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's why another reason why we're at the point right now and being at seven days a week that we are needing to Move grow. To yeah. I mean, we got to grow our space, you know, and not just to fill it up with more random shit. Yeah. It'll be sad to see you go, but I will be very happy for you. Well, we'll go when it's time. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I looked um, to move, well, I looked to have a second location, and Gannon taught me that I am not fit to run two businesses at the same time. Really? At all. At all. How how do you feel about that? Um, uh, What, not being able to run two businesses? Do you agree with Gannon? Oh no, no! It was that's my decision. Okay. Oh yeah, no. Gannon didn't fucking say that. I they Gannon wanted... was like, "You're not allowed to do this." Yeah, I'm no. Like, Gannon what? wanted me there, and I'm like, <laughs> "No, no, uh, no." It was uh, that decision, even though it was very advantageous um, with learning opportunities of what my staff need to be able to excel when I'm not there. Uh, meeting new um, students coming in, meeting international students, not so much the professors. They're nice, but I didn't see a lot of them um, or faculty in general. But um, it was not a good financial move mm. and and stress move. Like my stress levels went through yeah, the sure. roof. And it wasn't just from running two places. It was just because like I was running two places mediocre. Yeah. And that's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's not okay. So, but yeah, that's no, the world doesn't survive on or businesses don't survive on mediocre. Sometimes. Well, they can eventually, but that's not that's not yeah. how I would want to do a business. You know no. what I mean? Well, I mean, so this is a business, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We are an LLC. There you go. We generate a very small amount of money <laughs> no. Dude, a we basically pay for ourselves to like continue to exist yeah. give a crepe is a non-profit at this point right <laughs> yeah just enough to 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 keep the electric or like the website up yeah, yeah. The, yeah the day that uh we get to pay ourselves will be a wonderful oh my day. god oh, yeah. that would be so crazy i have to say so since going seven days a week which started june 1st that is the first time that I have been able to be a hundred percent at give a crepe without a part-time job. So I've had a part-time job this whole entire time wow. doing oh, wow. other things. Yeah. There's that. Uh, cause I like working. 
Yeah. Are you sure about and that? And I have to pay my bills. Yeah, I, like, I like doing that. I like, yeah, I like, I like living I like in a food house. and electricity and yeah, water. The, the gas in my truck and right. electricity. Yeah. So that's, um, no, so being able to do that is not freeing. <laughs> no? No. Oh, my God. No, You're supposed to say that was the dream and it made your whole life better. That's like what's what it looks like in my head. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, my God. No, what it does is it gives you the ability to say, I have this, and now what can I do with the time that I'm now that I have dedicated? Because when you're doing a part-time job in your career, in your you know, in your business, your main thing, right? And it'll slowly transition to where like your part-time job is not your podcast, for instance. It then becomes your full-time, right? But you now have this extra free time because you're doing that full-time, so you can delegate other things like making sure all the mics are clean and shit like that, that you guys are doing now. And you're like, wait, that's 15 minutes over a whole week. So that's an hour and a half that I have now free. Mm-hmm. What can I do to that? Right. What can I do for that? You know, and do I put it into another job or do I put it into my future goals of what I want to do? I don't know how that could be even possible because I already have like dreams about <laughs> <laughs> the podcast and the business and all the other stuff that's going on. Dude, give a crepe is a project. I had to get it in my head. And I, okay, so I'm super naive and global. Like, you guys could tell me something and be like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And it'd be a total <laughs> lie, and I wouldn't know the difference. I'm really gullible. I'll save that for later. Yeah, you know, I give it. I give my weaknesses. Um, that uh, <laughs> when, like, Give a Crepe always started with the idea it could succeed today, question mark. Right. And that's okay. So, like, if it doesn't work at the end of the summer, like, let's say we go tits up. Right. <laughs> that would be a sad day. It would be a sad day, but for me personally I'd be like Okay. Yeah. That did that didn't work out. We tried. There you go. That's I, the same way with this podcast. Yeah. I think that's something now I know you started this before the pandemic, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's something that a lot of people kinda like That'll keep them from trying. Well, no, no. I was gonna mm-hmm. say like a lot of people before the pandemic were so caught up in the rat race. And then when that happened and things shut down and people lost jobs, people, a lot of people realized, including myself, like, wow, like, I'm still alive. Life still goes on. Yeah. You know, and it really, like, jarred a lot of people, including myself, out. Like, you know, you do things and sometimes out of your control, they come to an end. But that's not the end of the story. Right. You know, like, as long as you're still living and breathing, like, you're going to do something else. And it could be that forever. And Maybe it gets to a point where you just don't, like, we don't want to podcast anymore, right. you know? Yeah. Like, we do something else with the business or go in different directions. But you got to try. Right. Like, sure. that that's the main thing. Like, if you have a passion or you, you want to try something and see if it works, that, that's the real um, yeah. important thing to do with life. I that's think, what I think. I mean, I agree for... So, Give a Crepe was started because my 
where I was managing Virgil's. I don't know if y'all have had Virgil's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. It's good stuff. All <laughs> yeah. these restaurants you're associated yeah. with. Are like <laughs> top of the line. They're, they're good. And, like, Gary, the owner of Virgil's, he was in finance for 30-plus years. Like, he had, he's like, I don't know. I like making pizza. I want to make pizza. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Let's make some fucking pizza. Right. And so I never make pizza. I don't like baking. He knows that. I do not bake. And, um, and he told me, so his daughter and son-in-law did a pop-up, um, oh, for fuck's sake, I forget the name of it. They did it twice and it was Wyoming green chili tacos, Hmm. right? Fucking banger in early 2016. And then they moved out to Oregon and he looked at me and he was like, you like making crepes, right? You want to do a crepe pop-up? This was in September. And I was like, I mean... I have some recipes. I could, yeah. And then he was like, all right, so in two weeks, we're going to do a pop-up. Two weeks, I had to, like, figure out how to fucking plan all of this shit that was on a yellow notepad that said La Soleil, which is my Citron. So Mm -hmm. that's what the original name was. You know, like, Miss Madame. Well, what the fuck does the menu look like? What what are the portions? Like, what are... They weren't even recipes. They were just names. (laughs) And... uh, I love that. And he was like, so what would you do if it doesn't work out? I'm like, I I have no no skin in the game. Like, it was 187 bucks. That's how much I put into this. Yeah. Not a not a huge detriment. <laughs> How um, will you ever financially recover from this? I'm going to be fine. <laughs> and then uh, Bertrand, he let me use his crepe irons, and they just kind of let me. And even Gary on my first, like the first pop up, he looked at me before anybody came in. And he's like, "Have you ever served people crepes?" Like by yourself with your recipes? I'm like, no. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I've never done. I was like, I worked at Bertrand's. Like, I spun out his crepes. I didn't even make the batter. I just spun them for people. And um, and he was like, okay. He, I was like, you want me to make you one? You want to test it? <laughs> like, we should probably test this out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like an hour before I opened the door for this pop up that we'd advertise for two weeks. You made for. your first crepe. I made my first crepe <laughs> for like real service. And I was like, yeah. That actually tastes how I thought it would. We're good. We're fine. He's like, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't know. It works. Yeah, here we go. And that was, and we sold out by two. We were supposed to be open until four and we opened at 10. Like, holy shit. And he was like, you want to do it next month? I was like, oh, I mean, okay. I don't know if I can keep doing this though. Like, it's exhausting. (laughs) Like, I thought it was going to be a one to two off. That was it. Like, it was, I never dreamed this Mm -hmm. at all. At all. At all. <laughs> I would have been, yeah, I could have been happy, like, just being, you know, manager or bartender. Yeah. And show yeah. up, make crepes a couple times a month or a couple times a year. Yeah. Out of I'm out. Eight great Tuesdays or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Make them till you're done. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Blue Heron. I just, you know, oh, sit around. That was the doing, original goal yeah, anyway. Yeah. Blue Heron. Are you do s- mushrooms camp. I'm good. Are you making crepes at Blue Heron this Fuck, year? Fuck no. It's a $3,000 mobile license fee. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. That's what, that, that, see starting out the way you did with like a $200 investment is so much easier and feasible yeah. and able to lose and recoup that if it doesn't if you didn't sell any crepes at all compared to a $3,000 yeah license mm-hmm. license and that's 
like the thing, and then you also have to provide your own um, refrigeration for those type of things. And generator, like, yeah, gener. I have the generator. Like, I have I have a hot dog cart that I converted into a crepe cart because I put a crepe iron on it. Hell yeah! <laughs> and, but so much of these things were just like piecemealed together. You know, Bertrand lending me his crepe irons until I could afford my one, and then now I have eight at the shop. Holy and shit! I, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I have a problem. I like <laughs> I collect things. I might be a secret hoarder. And, um, you know, and then there's like the hot dog cart was um, a good friend of mine. And we owned, uh, we were partners in a travel company in State College together. Um, she did, owned a barbecue restaurant in State College and worked as a fraternity mom for this frat there. She was like, hey, I have this hot dog cart. And I'm like, that's cool. Sweet. She was like, well, if you want to be mobile, like mobile mobile, instead of just a table, you could do the hot cart, like hot dog cart and table. I'll sell it to you. You got to drive it. This thing was sitting underneath a pine tree for two years. Do you know the amount of sack? I was just thinking It was so gross. There's still... It was probably awful to clean, too. Like, I... It was... It was a lot of fun. Personally, I probably... (laughs) I would... I have like pans that get too dirty that I want to throw out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's still sap somewhere on that thing. Like, I mean, it's been through the ringer. Thankfully, a big reason that it did get clean when my kids and I drove back from state college it was like one of the worst fucking rainstorms yeah. in Happy Valley. Nature's helping you out. And I was like, we're going to die. Like, this thing weighs 250 pounds and it's on this huge long tongue. You know, with the arm of the trailer, it was it's this long. I'm just gonna take so you guys right So it's just like, over. <laughs> <laughs> like, like my kids are in the back are like, "Mom, is that okay?" I'm like, "It's gonna be fucking fine and clean." Yeah, like, hey, we gotta get home now. <laughs> we'll find out if it's gonna be okay in a couple hours. <laughs> Here when... we go. Yeah, it was a it was a trip, but no, it's been all piecemealed together. You know, it's. Um, that's so, how it always starts. Nobody ever starts at the top of the mountain. I hope not. I always, I'm scared of those people that like go in and they're like, we have all of this shiny. And I'm yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. We just, we, we got a second mortgage on our house and <laughs> we've spent like $100,000 on all of this equipment for something that we're, we've never done before. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I, I'm not going to bring it up here. Tony knows what it is. Maybe I'll tell you afterwards. But I came up with a genius business plan in, in like, 2020. And, like, after looking at, you know, how much the technology would cost yeah. and, like, how much, like, I need an accountant. Right? I, I would need a legal team for what I was doing. Oh, you know, okay. like, and I was like, I'm going to need, like, roughly a million dollars to, to this do this. And I was like, this will work. I talked to so many people about it, and every single person was like, that's a genius idea. And I'm like, well, do you we got a million, a million dollars? Right, right. You know? no. Uh, it's called Shark Tank. And oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't think they would put Mark this Cuban. on Shark Tank. Oh, Mark. <laughs> Mark Cuban might have been interested, though, if you found him on a personal level, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. But not on Shark Tank. Yeah, no, I'm... Uh... Yeah, stay Sorry. away from that one. Stay away, yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is that if there's a will, there is a way. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Well, maybe this should be uh, brought back up. Yes. Someday. Someday. Yeah, no, what you do is you label the podcast the Triple X series, and then that's when you discuss yeah. it. Because I'm guessing whatever needs a parental 
you know, guidance. legal team. Yeah, right. That'll yeah, be yeah. on a different podcast yeah. at a different time. You're not in a parallel universe. One day I'll be a guest on here talking about it, yeah. <laughs> and I'll still be down here. I'll still be down here too, but I'll be like, "Hey, you want to interview me now? Like, yeah, let me talk out. about my side thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It'll be great." So, but yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's gonna be great. Give Fuck. a crepe's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. I don't. I feel that it's food. I know that other people cook better. And I do feel better. the same way about this podcast. People are like, you guys are like doing pretty good. You do big things like blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, uh, maybe when we get here, I'll think this is a big deal or yeah. a good thing. Or maybe if we get to this next level, then then I'll be happy. And that it, it never works out that way. I watch back and we were talking about this. I can't remember if it was when we started recording, but I watch back and I watch like the video of myself. Yeah. And almost every time, I try not to be hypercritical, but when I watch it, I'm like, you are so bad at this. <laughs> every time. What are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this episode 53? And you still sound like an idiot. Like, <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta not, you know, I, uh, I posted something on Instagram, a reel about the imposter syndrome, right? Cause like I have it fucking hardcore, mm-hmm. like. I don't know what I should be doing, but this is outside of my league of mental state. (laughs) But I know I can do it and I know I know what I'm doing. Um, So I don't want to give that falseness. But the imposter syndrome, like you guys are doing good. You're good podcasters. You're good job. Thank you. you. (laughs) But no, I think everybody who is self-aware of like their follies in this are easier to be more accepting of others, but also then show themselves kindness on the positive sides, but keep pushing themselves harder. Right. And I, not to say to overwork, but you know, and a yeah. lot of things are able to change too. If you, if you like, if we just came in here and we're like, we're fucking amazing, we're going to take the world by storm and never like watched or listened back to any of yeah. the podcasts to see where we are messing up and what we need to change to do better. Yeah. And just like had that exuberant overconfidence all the whole time. We never, I mean, right. No, you wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be doing all this stuff. Right. We wouldn't be changing the room around <laughs> using the brand new computer. There first time on the new camera. We love you guys out there. Are, are we live? No, no we're not. Oh my live. god! No, we're I not live. Just what if we were just like, yeah, we've been live the whole, whole time. time. <laughs> That's happened before on accident. Actually, yeah, that has happened before on accident. Like, oh, we didn't record, but we were live for <laughs> so, an hour and a half <laughs> of me like down here playing with video games and messing around with stuff before people showed up. Yeah, it was nice. fantastic. It was, Apparently, everybody loved it. It was yeah. a good time. Like, <laughs> I remember one time where I, I think this was the same time we were recording, and, and we tried Twitch at first to like live stream. We we only had like one or two people would listen. What is this? It's like uh, I know like video gamers. Twitch is owned yeah. by like Amazon, and it's a it's a streaming service. They do yeah. all sorts of different stuff. A lot of gaming, so a lot of people okay. that like review games or play games and interact with the people, and they're fun to watch. And uh, that's Twitch. So we've been trying to go on there. They have a pod like they have a podcast section and stuff like that for anybody that does want to tune in live. But we haven't been doing it very much like, recently. That was one of the first ideas we had. We're like we're gonna. We're going to live stream so that if our millions of guests or uh, uh, listeners want to ask questions during it while we're like interviewing a person. Yeah. But then we found that nobody, nobody was really getting on to live stream it. But the one time we did it on accident and just like our, 
our one, as we joke, biggest fan our was biggest on there. Fan. And he just like posted something, and we're like, oh, fuck, oh my God. we're live streaming. <laughs> <laughs> Hope this is okay with you. We're right. live right now. Like, <laughs> it was so exciting, too, to even just have like one person post on, yeah. like, comment on. I'm like, oh, what about this? It's, it's, it's awesome. We really love all the people that. Well, yeah, because I see the keyboard there. So, I mean, you must be able to communicate if you ever do go live via oh, yeah. right there. Well, okay. they, they hear us, too. I mean, they hear us talking. The keyboard really isn't, with this new setup, we don't really need the keyboard so much. Mm -hmm. The keyboard was mainly for, like, because we had a camera on this side where that okay. one is right now, and we had one on that side, so that way we could see both sides right. of the table. Right. But now that we're all kind of clustered around one end of the table, we don't need two cameras anymore. So I don't really need the keyboard, but I do need the mouse so I can like yeah. press start and stop <laughs> and all that other stuff. Do that. All right, you gotta ask a question. I'm about to. I'm about to tell you guys that we gotta wrap it up. We are about to wrap oh, it up. Cool. To wrap We've been it up, going. Yeah. We, yeah. Was... Well, no, because I'm like I need to make tarts. <laughs> yes we thank you so much for coming on though great way to end i didn't it mean and wrap it up like that god that was like <laughs> drop off here's the cliff die yes. <laughs> that's the way it needs to go sometimes that's a that's a great story you just told but we're done <laughs> goodbye i've uh, i've come to realize what is it um purple and i were out at altered state and, and shit this was months ago and this woman comes up, and I've known her from my other part-time job, and she's talking to me. And I I had, had, like, a fucking hell of a week. Like, I was ragged. Like, I just wanted my old-fashioned and to be left the fuck alone, besides who I came with. Like, that, you guys have all been in that. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, and she comes over, and she's talking, and I went, cool, so this is my night. And I'm going to be all done now, okay? And, like, and I turned my back. And I was like, I, w I would love to speak to you at another time. But seriously, not I cannot. Not tonight. right now. It's so good to see you. And like she looked and she was like, are you tired? I'm like, obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and to kind of circle back to right where we started, like, we have our faces. And it's good to have, like, the service face. But it's also really nice to be able to see people and, like, and and be not. real yeah and not a masked up situation yeah. it's not all for show yeah well Steph it's been super fun hanging down I, down I hope Thanks we covered everything that you wanted I, I mean we didn't really have much that we wanted to cover particularly but I think it's awesome I mean I had a good time hanging out and chilling time. for a yeah. while so yeah, no, I hopefully everybody else it. likes it too Make sure everybody likes, follows, go get a crepe from Steph at Give, at give a Crepe yeah, on Peach crepe. Street. And Check uh, it out. It's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> like, follow, Facebook, tell your friends, support tell your us friends, on Patreon. Tell your family, get you your asses down much. there. That's right. Support Steph. Support us. Support <laughs> yeah, support, us. You, uh, support, support these everybody. guys talking. That looks great. Thank you. I can't see shit because I'm not wearing my glasses. It looks, oh. it looks awesome. Yeah, no, it looks great. <laughs> Thank you. Like I, I think next you should have a deck of cards here. So we thought about doing a live stream poker, or maybe not a live stream, probably a live stream like poker tournament podcast. Or or crimes against humanity podcast. Ooh. That'd be a good one. Yeah. That one might get us canceled. No, <laughs> no, maybe. no you know, there's we'll that. We'll put it on Patreon so that way only people that subscribe can Correct. watch it. There you and go. Then we That's can say how you all get the away fucked with up it. shit we want. There's a there's a podcast I listen so I listen to horror all the time like mm -hmm. that's my calm um, so wrong but anyway so it's called the No Sleep podcast and if you're a Patreon subscriber you get their six hour 
additions, mm-hmm. right, for the week. Oh, if you're cool. a free listener, you only get two stories, which is like two hours. That's all I need of horror at one point in time. Sure. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, with Patreon, you could be like, do Check a whole out. entire, you know, Cards Against Humanities, because they also have them for kids that are safe. Oh, just okay. So you know. That mom, t- sounds like a uh, It's coffee. horrible. Yeah, no It's good. horrible. My mom got yeah. them for my kids, thinking that they my like kids that. are not dark subspecies of <laughs> <me>. <laughs> and they're like mom how can we how can we sexualize this and make it kind of wrong and i'm like i you just did you just did you yeah. just did statement. mission accomplished it says salt i don't know what to say mom. Yeah. make an innuendo <laughs> out of right. it right. so um but yeah you could definitely do that like the patreon of if you want to tune in for a game of cards against humanities it's a good idea Put it. I'm gonna put it in my my uh, my legal pad of ideas. And right before we go, speaking of Patreon, uh, once we get to that tenth Patreon uh, contributor, I'm gonna Tony's Dave's do, gonna do something crazy. I'm gonna do something crazy. When we got five, Tony's got a uh, primitive weekend coming up where he's he's living out out in nature without any yeah, uh, modern no, technology. Uh, I'm going out to. I guess I can tell people now. I'm going out to Go Choco Beach out yeah. in the Northeast. My friend ha- lives like right off Route Five and has a little beach area that I'm gonna. Have you ever gone like a hundred percent? No. Disconnected? No. <laughs> You're I'm so bringing my fun. camera so I can record and okay. document it. I'm also not drinking any water or eating any food the whole time. That's not safe. It's <laughs> safe. I mean, it's not. I mean, <laughs> it's it's debatable. It's not safe. Right. I have um, people coming to check up on me. The water thing, actually, mainly. The water is the main thing. The water you need. Like, your body needs water. Why would you do? Why would you agree to that? Because... He's the one who made it up. Without I made water. It up. Yeah. It's it's part of a... Old, Can you drink the lake? I, no, could, I don't think I could that. drink the lake. That would probably be worse, though, than that not would make you so water. sick. Well, if you have fire, you can boil it down. That's yeah. true. No, I'm not. I'm not, not doing any water though. It's part of a it's, ceremony that um, goes back thousands of years that Lakota people have been oh, doing. Okay. Called uh, Humblecha, and it's basically a separation and isolation from all things other than nature, spirit, yeah. the world. So um, I know that people like typically it's a four day thing. Mm-hmm. So people can go four days, probably longer, with no food, no water. Um, I'm going like three days, like two and a half. Okay. So I will be okay. It Are will you not going be... out with like camping stuff? I'm well. I'm bringing a hammock and a tarp Fuck and a knife. Yes. And uh, some rope. Fuck yes. <laughs> right. I'm excited about it. Be... I'm bringing a chair too. I'm I'm allowing myself one book too. I'm bringing a book. One okay. book. It's gonna be a philosophy book. I will not be not drinking water <laughs> when I do my thing. But we'll get to that when we get to ten people. So well, ten sure people. When we, we start getting people. closer, we'll we'll start thinking of more crazy things for so, Dave. So wait. So are you Lakota? I go to. I'm not Lakota by birth, but I go to a lot of Lakota ceremonies. I've been going for like five or six years now. Right on. Um, it kind of all started when I got clean, and I'm like, if there's God out there, I'm gonna fucking find him. And uh, these cer- the, these traditions and these ways and these ceremonies really um, resonate with me. Yeah, no, the peoples are good. They're so, good. Yeah, and uh, so I've been doing it pretty steadily for six years. So it's not like I'm going out on a whim or anything like that. I talk yeah. to a couple people. Like I, I go to Humblages every year and support. Okay. I go to Sundance and stuff like that. I've seen people do it. I've talked with my uh, 
the guy who I guess you would call him the chief of a few different things like the chief about it and I've talked about some other talked about it with yeah. some other people that have gone on it so I feel ready and that's I feel like great. I know what I'm getting into that's fucking it's great. not gonna be like obviously not drinking water for two and a half three days is not like a easy thing or something that I would recommend for everybody right it's definitely gonna be difficult and challenging uh but I am very much looking forward to it I'm not gonna say it because it's a spiritual thing. I was going to say something, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Time. It's going to be a good time. I think that's fucking tits. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good. going out end of this end of uh, June. Okay. And I'm going to record it and I'll piece together a little thing about the experience. Oh man, you're going to have so much fun. It's going to be especially cool. since you said you've never disconnected. No. No, so like time is I'm just imagining how time is going to work like beautifully. When the sun comes up and when the sun comes down it's beautiful. and like yeah, having no idea when the day do. was. It is, it is a lot. It's a lot of fun. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to it. I yeah. think it's gonna be an enlightening, powerful, good experience. Do you know how to build a fire? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's actually the main thing you need to know. Yeah, I can build a fire. I've actually I've built many fires, and uh, I've built a few structures out of a tarp and rope before. And He's a knife. fucking fine. He's I'll, fine. I'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah. We'll figure it out for me. Yeah. Anyway, though, <laughs> it is time to wrap it up. Yeah. We love you guys. Uh, Thanks Tony for tuning Dave, in. Thank you very much. Thank for you. Having. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Peace out, everybody. We love Bye. you. I won't do that, but okay. <laughs> Just real quick.